The Talk Too Much podcast is back in your life with episode number 27. My name is Sina Palavan. I'm your host. This week, my special guest was Inigo Echeverria. He is the chief marketing officer of the fintech company Suentas OK. Um, that's based out in Mexico City. And he's also a private investor in Decentraland. Um, I decided to reach out to Inigo and ask him for this interview because he has, as I said, he's a private investor in Decentraland. And I wanted to give you guys a first-hand look at what you can do with digital real estate. You can read online, you could look up videos on YouTube, but to see someone actually talking about what he's done, someone that got in the game early and that's experienced in every metaverse, I thought was valuable and priceless. So we went into detail about what you can do, what NFTs are, where this hype is going, and what you can really do in these worlds. I was thinking to myself, bro, you can really monetize this by embedding your career path into these metaverse is going to take some thinking you got to be creative but i just feel like there's so much opportunity here so i really think for those of you that invest in crypto that you know are just natural investors and NF nfts especially land in these metaverses um that's a big thing because for me what attracted my eyes as i said earlier you can really really maneuver and do what you want on these parcels of land and make money um, or hold it and resell it. But enjoy the interview. Let me know what you guys think, and we'll talk about Decentraland later on too. Peace. So um, I'm actually very excited by this because <clears throat> as of recently, um, I've been really obsessed with the emergence of NFTs, um, Decentraland too. I, I've come across this and it's really blown my mind because I think people don't realize that, um, is ever, do you hear me fine by the way, sir? sir? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, um, I, hear you. I think people don't realize that, um, that this is a whole new opportunity. Like even for asp young aspiring entrepreneurs, there's just like a whole new playing field that's about to come into play. I feel like, and give people opportunities to, you know, really make a name for themselves in a new market. Um, so I wanted to start off, uh, I wanted to ask you, you know, about yourself, who you are, um, and how you got to, you know, where you work and why you're interested in Decentraland yourself. Sure. Uh, well, thanks for having me here, man. Uh, my name is Inigo Echeverria. I'm originally from Barcelona, from Spain, but I'm living now in Mexico City, in Mexico, working as a CMO in Cuentas OK, a fintech company. And uh, yeah, well, uh, I've been here in Mexico since three years ago, more or less. And I think that the starting point for me for entering the NFT space and the central and, and all, I think it has been the pandemic, uh, the COVID uh, itself. Uh, I was working here and uh, I got stuck in the home office and then Having to look into cryptocurrencies because uh, I was into it a uh, long time ago, into Bitcoin, Ethereum and stuff. Uh, I discovered also CryptoKitties like long time ago. But then, uh, I don't know how, maybe Twitter or some social channel, I ended up in the Decentraland platform and I discovered all these land, you know, like uh, land tokenization, land NFTs of parcels that you can buy and build experiences there. And... It just blown my mind, you know, and uh, you can enter there from the from the browser. And since I started, I think that three days afterwards, I said, OK, I'm going to buy a plot here 
uh, with some ETH because I feel that this is so, so virgin. Not much people knows about this and this could explode. And indeed, uh, now, like nine months uh, afterwards, the uh, prices of the land uh, went crazy. Mana token also, it's uh, getting quite high. Well, it's in, in his all-time high, um, reaching the, the dollar. Uh, so, so quite impressive. And a lot of alliances have been uh, coming up. You know, Atari, uh, different companies have uh, built a headquarter there in the central virtual world. And much more uh, galleries because I have a, a crypto art gallery right there. So it's getting really exciting and it's, this is just the beginning. So so yeah. one thing I noticed is number one, why did you choose before I get more into Decentraland, why did you choose, why did Decentraland catch your eye out of all the metaverses? What was it about that that you liked? It was the starting point, uh, man. Uh, it was the first virtual wall that appeared on my browser that I invested in. And from there, I passed to crypto voxels. I ended up also in sandbox game. I discovered Somnium space. And in... did you invest in uh, sandbox and crypto voxels too? <laughs> so that's the issue. In two months uh, since I bought the Decentraland parcel, I think that I ended up buying a parcel in all the walls. And uh, now I have like a couple parcels in crypto voxels. I have three in sand uh, in sandbox. I have a parcel in Somnium. So yeah, I have one foot in each because I don't think there's, there's going to be a, you know, a king of the metaverse. It could be more, one more valuable than another one, but at the end, they are different experiences, different like niches. Uh, maybe Decentraland is more business focus and CryptoVoxels is more artistic, crypto art alike, you know, and Somnium is going to be VR and, you know, uh, Maybe it's different stuff. Sandbox, it's a completely gamified platform. You know, it's sandbox, it's blockchain game. So there could be place for crypto art. There could be place for business. But at the end, it's like different uh, spheres. Oh, so I know. get it. So Decentraland is more of your metaverse for your investor, for a trader, for someone that wants to buy land like yourself, whereas Sandbox... It, it does incorporate certain crypto qualities as they said, they even said that they're going to make the game more for investors, but it's more gamified, like you said, right? For kids. Which one? Crypto boxes or oh, sandbox? Uh, sandbox? Sandbox. Yeah. Sandbox. Yeah. Cause at the end, well, the company itself, it, it has a background. It comes from a traditional gaming company, a 2d mobile game, and it has a, evolutionate, uh, I don't know how to say that, uh, into this blockchain platform gaming, uh, which is sandbox game. But at the end, uh, the starting point was another one. And that's the deal. Uh, the, the idea is to have a, a, a token itself, uh, the sand token, which uh, can be useful for governance, can be useful as a reward for playing the games and for the investors that has the experiences or has the games. But uh, the idea of, of each parcel is to do a gamified experience, uh, as you can say. So going from point A to point B to do some kind of mission. So doing something. But yes. they, have, they have been talking about social hubs also. So 
what what is the can you go more in detail about that real quick like uh, i've seen some trailers of the sandbox and you can see like a concert uh, scenes like one person oh, yeah. it's a big concert or it could be a hotel or it could be a, a club and at the end you don't have to kill a, a demon or something crazy you know it's just chatting that's what I was going to say. I realized, like you mentioned, uh, the casino going into Decentraland. Um, I was I was reading up on all these things, how Decentraland was like getting bigger. And you mentioned the mono token. Now it's at a dollar. I actually was like four days ago. I don't invest in I only invest in like three to five coins. And I was I was looking at mana. I've been looking at mana for a while. And I was like, you know what? It was like 60 cents. So I put like one to two hundred dollars in just for fun. And then I checked in like two days. And just like you said, it was at a dollar. So. I wonder, do you think it's going to go up that mono token, like break $2? It'll probably stay in that $1 to $2 range, right? Well, uh, first thing, uh, because of my content in, on my channel and stuff, I normally don't talk much about how it's going to go the price and stuff because I I don't talk about much if, about investments. I think it's more valuable, the tech. And if the tech and the project is good, the value will go up. So then if you understand the tokenomics of each project, you can think about certain um, trajectory, you know, like potential. I really think that mana can go high, can go up on the price, on the value, because of the burn tokenomics that it has. Because uh, I don't have the details, but you can uh, read the public white paper. And uh, as soon as you are trading, as soon as you as you are buying and uh, doing stuff with mana, part of the mana is going to be burned of the network. So it's not going to exist anymore. So the supply, it's going to be decreasing on a way. So uh, there should be a mechanism of balance for the mana token that makes the scarcity in a way, it's not yeah. Bitcoin, okay? It's not gonna yeah. be like halvings. Uh, every day it's gonna be less and more scars and more demand. But uh, you know, Atari now is there. Uh, another uh, casino is there. You have uh, galleries like Radibol, like Mindbase, like all the big companies, uh, exchanges, Binance, Kraken, they have the headquarters there. Um, that's something. There's a lot of money there. So. so I wanted to ask you, and actually, if you don't mind, when this interview is over, can I ask you like two questions off camera for my own uh, interest? Um, but so you mentioned this casino, and this is what fascinated me, because I feel like as, as advanced as this is, this like Decentraland could be how the wagon was to a Ferrari. Like it could be the opening of the metaversal, like a virtual reality. And I was going to ask you about the casino. So you mentioned the new, they, they actually just, they're building an Atari casino in there now, or that's in there. What does that do? Like, what can a Decentraland player do with these casinos? Why are they building these things in this game? Yeah. So that's a great question, man, because uh, it's actually fascinating for me also. The casino has been like the first business itself in the Decentraland uh, world. Because before this news about Atari wanting, wanting to build this uh, Atari casino. The casino has been the first test of a business there in Decentraland because first, uh, of before this news about Atari, because this is a big, new, uh, a big name, this is a giant in the entertainment in this industry. This is an alliance with Decentral Games, which is a company of some investors of Decentraland, which built the first casino in the Vegas district in, in Decentraland. And uh, they have already uh, machines working on. You can uh, go there 
and invest with some cryptocurrencies in the typical, you know, machines of the casinos, or uh, you can play blackjack, you can play some roulette uh, games, you know, like very basics one, basic ones right now. But in the near future, you're, you're going to have like uh, poker rooms, you're going to have more complex games. And what is the difference uh, with uh, normal casino platforms? So you're connecting in a virtual world in 3D when you can see your friends, you can uh, voice chat with them, you can play uh, on that room, uh, you can own stocks of these machines because uh, because they are fundraising their casino. So you could earn a percentage of the total earnings and you can earn the governance uh, token that the Decentral Games company have because they have another token for their company. So there is a token inside Decentral, uh, Decentral and Virtual World. So it's crazy, man. It's not inside the central, like a decentral and wall. It's in the Ethereum network. But oh, okay. It's used. It's for the decentral and casino game. So crazy. Yeah. This this seems like the start where I was just thinking to myself, like this, they're gonna start implementing as many like real life physical business commodity ideas into the game. No. Totally. I don't know if you've seen this last week on Twitter, on Twitter, on the official Decentral, and I've seen this, uh, the first pizza um, store uh, from Domino's, I think it's an alliance, where you just go there and you can uh, order a pizza for your home there. In real life. So the pizza comes in real life. (laughs) That's so cool. (laughs) That is cool. So, so you go, like, if you're playing in the game, you go to the Domino's in the game and you place an order. And in real life, your pizza will come to the door. Exactly. It's like a little shitty kiosk, you know, they, they build it. But this is just the starting point, you know, and they just build it also a, an exchange. You know, the first token swap on the central and also like a month ago. So that's like the first feature for banking, you know. So that's the thing. You're going to have different industries in the different districts that they are already organized, you know, like the, the Asian district, the Vegas district, the a little bit XXX district, and there's going to be business. And crypto art, it's already all hyped. So, so there is already a... Yeah, I was going to ask you this. So number one, to, to touch on that, if do you recommend to investors right now to start buying, like, even though it is a little bit late from when you invested in, because all these businesses are going to start buying these parcels of land. Should us investors start acquiring as much digital land as possible right now? Or is it too late? That's the thing. Investment advice, I'm not going to give you. Oh yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you for sure my opinion. Uh, my opinion is that uh, I don't think we are late Okay. for nothing. I mean, uh, who of your friends, of your family, of the news are already talking about Decentraland? How many events are going on there? How many? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you get inside there, apart from Genesis Plaza, and there is a whole bunch of land to build and to rebuy, and to rebuy because uh, there is a lot of uh, speculation in there. Maybe now there is a, a big hype on of NFTs, so maybe it's not the best time to get in. But who knows? Maybe this hype is getting higher and higher, and more rich people is getting in. So I bought that with four hundred dollars. Now it's five thousand dollars. Uh, maybe it's $10,000, you know, in Decentraland. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Decentraland, you know, it's 90,000 parcels. You could have more because of the DAO, the decentralized uh, governance. You could decide this, but this should be a, a community decision. And it, this is going to be hard. Crypto voxels, for example, it's more deflationary. They are going to be building more land, you know, in this virtual world, which is similar to Decentraland, but with differences for sure. There is no token, there is a different style. So you you gotta check on these different characteristics. So I was gonna we were, let's get on this NFT subject real quick because you keep mentioning um, there's many ways to make money now. You can buy the land, hold it, and resell it like real life. Or what you mentioned, you could build like a gallery, an art gallery, and sell actual NFTs. Right? <clears throat> I never bought my land thinking on selling these in the short term. Yeah, in the short term uh, itself, because my what blew my mind is the is this. It's uh, with my marketing background. You know, I've been building websites and uh, crazy stuff uh, since I was a, a young guy. I see this potential for me. One land, my land in the central land, It's like another website on this uh, cool platform in 3D where famous people are gonna be around, and and I can just uh, post things that I like or uh, do publicity for myself uh, or help artists that I like. It's just uh, a lot of exposures uh, that it could get. It has the potential for it. So just thinking on that, I see the potential on value. So in maybe five years, if VR, it's getting a massive adoption, at least in the first world, you know, and uh, or we are getting decentralized on mobile, that can be a, a, an option too, like CryptoVoxels. CryptoVoxels, it's uh, mobile friendly. So uh, that's a big door for, for the whole world. Yeah. I would think uh, every metaverse should do that, honestly. Yeah. That's a, a big potential. So. Yeah. So really quickly, you, you're, we're talking about NFTs and, and the hype. Well, I don't even know if it's hype. I think just like you said, I think the next two years, it's going to play out. A lot of these projects will die out, I think. Um, I was going to ask you, what other versions of NFTs do you think can be profitable in these lands or in general? Because I was looking into audio NFTs. Mm-hmm. What do you think besides our NFTs? Where do you th- where do you what do you think about the NFT space in general, and what types of NFTs there are? Yeah, so NFT at the end it's a type of token. You know, it's a digital asset which uh, you can tokenize on a decentralized uh, network. That means that uh, you can tokenize whatever you want or you can imagine, or uh, it can be factible. You know, at the end, an NFT can be a representation of a physical object or of a digital uh, value or whatever. Right now, uh, all the big sales or the or all the eyes, I think, are on the crypto art uh, scene or the crypto collectibles like the NBA option and stuff. And that's just like famous people. It's getting uh, the eyes on there and that's bringing a lot of audience. But at the end, for me, I think that these are the less utility use cases for the NFT which are fine. I mean, art is a big industry. Uh, collectibles, uh, collectibles are a big industry uh, too, like with Pokemon cards and stuff we have seen. But now it's going to play the utility factor. And that's when the sexy times come. I mean, I like uh, thinking about the, the central line, uh, decentralized uh, domains like uh, dot .crypto. You can buy domains which uh, nobody controls. Uh, there is no censorship, which you don't have to buy or pay 
like in an annual uh, subscription mode. You just buy it and it's an NFT. You have it on your wallet. And there has been big sales on the secondary market for, for this, obviously for premium uh, domains, like in the 90s with the dot-com and the internet revolution, you know, the, the sex dot if domain sold for, I think, 200 uh, Ethereum uh, six months ago or something like that. So uh, that's what are the, normal. What is the, what's, so what would be the benefit of investing in a domain like this as opposed to like a dot-com? Exactly. Yeah, right now... Um, there has to be a lot of development on this uh, Web3 uh, world because uh, it's going to implicate a lot of factors. But for now, we know there is a difference that there is uh, much more than having a .com. The .com is just a DNS. It's just a connection with your, with your site, which can be a shortened uh, name for your, for your project. Okay? But now with your uh, domain, uh, crypto domain, you can also attach your wallets, your crypto wallets. So not just pointing your parcel or your website, you can also receive funds, move value with that name. So it's just not a mask for your site, also for your identity or your wallet. So oh, okay. The whole Web3. That's so, my idea. Yes. So, so I find this, yeah, this entire space to be interesting. I was actually going to go back really quickly to Decentraland. Mm -hmm. um, the whole game. So when you're in this game, just for viewers to understand, when you're operating this game, does it operate through mana? That's the main form of currency? Mana, it's the native uh, token of the Decentraland platform. That means that it's the official token that you will need for governance that means for uh, voting in some decisions of the future of the project, because oh. the, the ideal is to be completely decentralized. We are not there yet, but uh, it will be. There is a foundation which is helping and stuff. And the other point is that it's an utility token. So you will use it also for the marketplace uh, to buy land, to buy whatever you want. So if the value of mana goes up like it has been doing, you will benefit because the things will be cheaper on the market. But this is going to be the same that uh, having Ethereum and uh, you can also buy assets. You can also buy um, names, I mean, avatar names or uh, whatever, or land with Ethereum or other cryptocurrencies. That's what I was going to ask. So you could, yeah. you could use other cryptos in the game as well? Of course, these are NFTs. These are NFTs or of the Ethereum network. Right now, we are living on the separate blockchains. There is not much interoperability, but this decentralized virtual wall is in Ethereum. That means that all the NFTs live on that net, live on that network. That means that you can trade them uh, with uh, other crypto tokens that live in Ethereum. Okay, now that makes sense. So, as as when you start this game. What is the, the purpose of the game when you have a character? It's like a kind of like a, in a way, like a Sims in a way, right? How would you describe this game? Like, what is, what do you do when you're in the game? Yeah. So I would start this uh, saying that this is not a game because uh, I uh, took the words from a Decentraland uh, developer that I, I also interviewed in, in my channel from Argentina. It's in Spanish. So I can say that now in English. And uh, uh, the thing is that, this is a platform. This is a part, uh, a virtual world uh, platform in 3D where you can host all kind of experiences. You can host games, like it can be uh, an RPG or a, 
a quick game or a casino game, like gambling games. But also you can uh, build on a scene that it's just a cinema that it used to be one with all the Rick and Morty uh, episodes, which uh, was fine. I, I used to hang out there a couple of hours. Uh, or you can build a crypto art, which is just like a website with, uh, with, with art, you know, and everything. There is a, a concert around my parcel, just two blocks around that the, some DJs come around and they do some, some parties. So like, is it everything. real life DJs? Exactly. There was one famous one that uh, um, I don't know the name, but it has been in the news and in the Decentraland uh, official blog. And yeah, a lot of people came out and they also normally do a, an NFT drop or something to to, to, to reward the, the assistance now. And so that is cool. cool. Yeah. Do you think that there's ever going to be a speaking from my, now, this could be wishful thinking. Do you ever think there's going to be a situation in like one of these metaphors like Decentraland where they do like a live podcast set or like a like a, a meeting? <laughs> they actually do. Uh, there is a, one guy that the. He's nice, uh, Frankie Needles. He's uh, one of the OGs from the from the community, uh, from the US. And he maybe now it's quite inactive, or maybe I am. But uh, he used to do a, a podcast weekly on his parcel, uh, with with uh, which he has a big building there. And he's doing the podcast. He's there on the game, and he has like a big screen doing the live stream of uh, itself behind. So. Uh, it feels a little bit virgin, you know, like uh, it's just still under development. There is a lot of things going on to, to be this like Ready Player One, you know, but uh, it feels cool, you know, to be there hearing everything on real life, but on the virtual world. So that's what I was going to ask you is I feel like right now, as, as you were saying this, like this sounds cool. I was actually going to go more in depth on that, but I feel like number one, I feel would need like uh, the game would need to generate more traction to the point where not game the world. Uh, would need to to the point where uh, a normal consumer would rather what's the my question is what what's the difference between watching that podcast in the world in Decentraland or on YouTube it's just more of an experience yeah it is the experience it is fun as soon as you know some community members it gets uh, funnier you know because you start doing your emotes and dancing and doing uh, some shitty stuff Decentraland it's not that fun I would say crypto voxels I found it uh, awesome, like uh, so surreal, because CryptoVoxels, uh, I I urge you to look into it. Uh, the avatars are just so simple, and you just uh, can put your voxel wearables, like pixelated wearables, that you can do some crazy stuff. And when you hop in these crazy meetings that they do, you see like one guy with a cow on his head, another one that it's like a big eye smoking a, a joint, another one doing a whatever crazy stuff you know and it's just fun to be hearing everything and passing around and seeing the buildings it's just crazy feeling yeah you you and, think crypto yeah. voxels is much more efficient for these purposes than decentraland i found it really fun crypto voxels um i found a lot of value in decentraland that's why i i do not decide on one or another one also because they are on developing. I don't know how they are going to look in five years. I think that both are going to be crazy. But for example, crypto voxels have some benefits like being mobile friendly, like you can already access with your uh, VR Oculus Quest. I don't know which devices I don't have yet. I'm saving, but um, you can already go in and believe me, once you get on these games, 
uh, with VR glasses. And I haven't done it yet, but I've seen some uh, gameplays and it just, it just, man, it's crazy. It's so, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Number one, the graphics you think, because when I was looking through all these, I guess I was being a little bit, uh, uh, I don't know how to describe it. I, sh I should have been more in depth and uh, thought more analytically. I guess I went th towards Decentraland cause, and Sandbox because the aesthetic look. And yes. Crypto Voxels turned me away because of the Minecraft look. You're creepy, you think yeah. You think I should give it another shot because of... Totally, totally, man. Uh, I mean, I, I could also be creative with... Uh, what the fuck? Uh, if I've discovered <laughs> these two... Actually, Crypto Voxels, I could have thought the same as you when I first saw these. But uh, my, anal my analogy on this, man, is that uh, the Web3 right now is like the websites on the 90s. Uh, when you remember Google, the first version, when you remember Yahoo on his ver first version, when you build it, the first websites that they were like three GIFs, like on the Simpsons, uh, moving like Jesus like that and babies and a stupid song behind it. But there's no, there was no, no content. There was just sticking everything that you found because it was a new world, a new canvas, you know, the internet. Now CryptoVoxels is another canvas and uh, it's just so simple right now. It's the voxels, but there is so crazy builds right there. There is uh, one uh, Asian temple like uh, with Buddhas and stuff, which built it a, a company which is called a Crypt, uh, Voxel Archi Architects, which is a, a company which focus on building voxel uh, assets for walls like CryptoVoxels or Sandbox game. And believe me, you get inside there. And even though it's a little bit pixelated, uh, it's just crazy. Imagine when filters and things like that come up because uh, it's just a starting point of this. That's what I was thinking. And you mentioned when you, so you, when you buy a parcel of land, put this in perspective for me, you buy a parcel of land. Now you own that parcel of land. Can you do anything you want on it? Or do you need a business license to operate in some store? Or is it once it's yours? Oh, I could do anything. On these four that we are talking about, on Ethereum, Somnium, Sandbox, CryptoVoxels, and Decentraland, you all can build and host whatever you want on the land that you buy because you have these tokens. And as soon as you have the, the tools to build, I mean- That's what I was like, going to ask. Yeah, you need to buy extra stuff or just the land? You can have different tools. I mean, for Decentraland, for example, you will need or the builder tools, which are the builder that the, the, the team provides you and you can build like MVP things uh, with, the, with the builder tools that they give you. So there's not much flexibility, I would say. But the big point, it's the SDK. I mean, like in all the virtual walls, all the teams that are building these walls, they are planning to provide for developers some technical documentation so everybody can program whatever they want. So you can do whatever you want and then you can do the content you want. But that's one issue, okay? Because that, that was the thing that I wanted to end up. Um, guess that you are a programmer, man, uh, or you are not, but you pay someone to build something super cool, okay? Uh, a movie theater, which is unique, in a lot of parcels, but you decide to do a nopper uh, cinema, you know, like a, an adult movie cinema, okay? 
And this cinema, it's close to the Genesis uh, Plaza, which is a place that there is a lot of people. Maybe then you are doing some conflict. You are free to do it. You will publish this and nobody will touch it on the first instance. But remember, this is not an anarchy. This is not a centralized uh, wall, but it's a decentralized one. So community, by their mana token, they could propose for the DAO, the decentralized autonomous organization. They could say, okay, look, talk too much. He built it a cinema here, uh, which is a little bit uh, nasty, and we want <laughs> to close it. Uh, and if everybody uh, decides, they could do so. So that's interesting now. Now, so basically, as you said, if you're going into this experience, you just want to have that community mindset and really provide value as opposed to, you know, as you said, a centralized figure. Now, I was going to ask you this. You mentioned you, when I buy a parcel of land, would I need, so number one, I'm assuming like, number, would I need to pay a programmer to build the, let's say I wanted to build a movie theater, like you just said. How do I build a movie theater? Do I pay a programmer or how do I go about that? Yeah, these are the two options. Uh, we are going to discard the builder option because that's like the tools that the people are giving for the everyday user. Okay. So no cost, but also there's not much more things to do. But if you want to really build crazy stuff like unique, then you have two options. One, it's... Um, paying some programmer that you pass the SDK, you say, okay, you know, you know how to build in the central one. There are appearing some build, uh, some companies now like uh, Voxel Architects, like Polygonal Mind, that they are uh, gaming studios that they know that they can build for the central one because they have done this already. So you just pay them and they do so and they help you uh, install this scene, this uh, experience on this land, okay? The second option is like do it yourself and by yourself, but it's less tailored solutions. And it's the one that I did, okay? And it's a cool option because these are also businesses that are appearing from the virtual wall, which this one concrete, it's a MetaZone, which uh, I think Polygonal Mind does the same, but the MetaZone is the one that I used. It's a community project uh, built by two American guys, uh, which ha they have a podcast, they're very cool and stuff. And on this MetaZone uh, website, this is a marketplace. It's a marketplace for Metas, for constructions on Decentraland. So you can buy already constructions for X parcels, like a one-on-one -on -one gallery or a two-by-three uh, park or whatever any programmer does. He builds it, he, uh, he programs this, and he puts it on the marketplace and he says, okay, this is a one-on-one -on -one copy or this is a one of 20 gallery. And my gallery, it's a sugar gallery, which is a guy which has the sugar club in the central land and crypto voxels. And he built it this meta for everybody. And I bought one, which was not cheap. I don't remember the price much more, but maybe a couple hundred, you know. And then I had the gallery that it's easy to update. And you can buy some plugins and it's kind of a template of a WordPress them, you know, like uh, maybe it will look much more easier and uh, easy to do in five years. Uh, it's a little bit, you need to study how to do it, but it's not impossible. Okay. If you 
build a blog, you can do it. So you can, so you built your gallery. Now, how do you find the supplies for your art? Do you reach out to so, like NFT creators, to artists, or do you buy it yourself and resell the art? You can do whatever you want. Actually, I, I had done, I have done two expo, two art shows on my gallery since I bought the, my parcel because uh, at the end I have no time with my YouTube channel, my job, uh, all the things, as you might know. So um, the two art shows that I did, one was not crypto related, was uh, an art show for, um, oh my God, I don't remember the name, the New York artist, uh, which it's like the starting movement of the street art. Uh, which was homosexual. Um, oh my God, I don't remember his name. It uh, was friend of, uh, I don't know. Uh, one a traditional artist from, from the 90s or 80s. Uh, just to, to show his art, I have like a parcel there. There was not much community by, by then. It was like eight months ago. Uh, it was with all my hype buying the land. And it was cool. There was so community going on, but you could not buy anything. It was just go around, check, uh, read, and learn. And the second art show that I did then, it was a collab with another uh, a YouTuber, crypto YouTuber, and uh, one Mexican artist, uh, which was doing crazy AR art, like augmented reality art that you can see with a mobile app. So he created an NFT series of AR art tokenized on the um, on Ethereum, so you could see the the art uh, in AR mode inside of the wall with your phone. So it was quite crazy concept, and it it, it had some decent sales, and and yeah, it was good. That's just so cool. So I was gonna ask you, why don't you? Because you mentioned you have a YouTube channel. Why don't, is there any way you can integrate? I'm asking because I was thinking about this too for myself. You can integrate your YouTube channel into the world. Exactly. Yeah. And also at the end, your audience, uh, you could uh, use to put, to power a little bit the uh, artist. I think that's the one thing that you could do also in a way, you know, that at the end you can bring traffic. It's a website. Remember this, it's a 3D website. So yeah, at the end, it's important. You can put a, or embed uh, a YouTube video channel or a Twitch channel or whatever. So you could do like your studio there, your headquarters. The talk too much uh, headquarters should be in, in Decentraland. In Decentraland? So you hold on. So basically, chance. so because that's what I was thinking of doing as we were talking is like you could buy a parcel, build your headquarters, have like a live, whatever it is, a live podcast set. So you're saying like the there's really no, the possibilities are kind of not endless right now, but they will be soon. Like you exactly. could literally... Go ahead. Exactly, man. Uh, Decentraland, I think it's the hardest uh, platform uh, after Somnium for building, I would say, because you need some coding knowledge or a DIN or a, uh, at least, sorry, a capital to buy some decent constructions. But I also think that there is a lot of value there. If not CryptoVoxels, I found it really marketing, like very marketing related because uh, my parcels there all have links to my site, all have links to my YouTube channel. They have all a screen for my Twitch. They have uh, some cool art uh, on the walls. It's just really easy to, to build things on there. So, uh, by the way, how long have you been working on your YouTube channel, if I may ask? On YouTube channel, I'm uh, soon gonna do one year, man. I think that next month it's gonna be one full year of, uh, 
bringing this channel. What made you decide to get into this space? Like, because it seems like for you, your the marketing was a great foundation. The YouTube channel now with these the emergence of these metaverses, everything's gonna come together in the next couple of yeah. years. Yeah, I think as you said at the end, it's just all the things came together, man. It's just uh, it's not the first YouTube channel that I started. Uh, although I didn't focus much on YouTube, I as I told you, I did a lot of websites and stuff. But at the end. My main issue has been that I didn't maintain the staff. I always abandoned uh, for lack of passion. But uh, since I discovered Decentraland, really that switched my mind because uh, the things that I maintain in my whole life have been probably these things like the internet, the, the marketing stuff, like being all the day in the computer, discovering stuff. So this is like a new paradigm for internet. This is now no more information era. This is the value era where you can move stuff, where you can be your own bank, where you don't have uh, barriers or frontiers for having a work or a salary. And it's just, uh, I discovered that a lot of people that are into crypto also, they are, or I, I studied philosophy in the university and there, there is quite a lot of people that studied philosophy, for example, or people that have been playing Magic the Gathering, the trading card games for a long time. And that's why you understand really well the power of NFTs because for me now, any trading card game on, which is not in blockchain, like Pokemon or Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu -Oh! or even uh, normal games like, Counter-Strike, Fortnite, and the big yeah. mainstream games, you are lacking of economy. You are just uh, ben the, just the top tier one players are having a lot of money because of the streams, because of the sponsors, because of everything. The 90%, 95% are just consuming time, consuming money, and there is no going back. And this is changing. And as soon as the normal people discover this, this is going to be crazy. This is not just crypto art this is not uh, just something to look at and to to feel it's just something to use and to have a return on that so just crazy i don't know it's i think you 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 mentioned the something very smart there you said uh this as i said at the beginning of this this is literally an opportunity for every normal person you just said when it's not like you need a special talent you just have to open your computer start reading and months from now you'll start to get there you know like it's a there's a lot of information coming out right now so as any nor you're saying any normal person this kind of presents an opportunity no matter what you're what you're doing this gives any normal person an opportunity to really make a name for themselves create a, a, a respectable career and really have a great investment portfolio not even about the investment portfolio but just really it's as you said it gives opportunity to the normal person for a career itself i mean don't look at that like making money it's easy because it's not i mean uh, the people which are here and i'm making a lot of money usually are people that already has a lot of money so you invest and you diversify and if you are clever and you read that, as you say, you can have better opportunities. But if not, if you're a normal people that you work your eight hours uh, schedule and stuff, my recommendation would be like a normal one. I mean, look into yourself, discover what you're good at. And from that, look on opportunities on the blockchain, on the web three. Because at the end, 
it's what I'm saying. It's the new paradigm. As, uh, if you are an artist, you can do digital art that has value. You can tokenize that. If you are good at marketing, you have a lot of opportunities on the domains of building experiences on the web three, whatever. If you are a, an economic guy, you can build an exchange. You can build a financial services that uh, just disrupt the economy that we are looking even with the fintech uh, sphere, uh, sphere, you know. Uh, there is a lot of chances even for the gamers. There is so much games, well, not so much games, but there are games like Axe Infinity, Gods and Chain, like games that I play or I know about that you can already earn, earn tokens that uh, it can give you the rent or it can give you some food at the end of the month. And if you huddle, it can be a big bag in some months. Who knows? It's better I, to do that than not to do it, maybe. I think, I think you said it best. I'm kind of in the mindset right now. And I'm going to end this in a second. I want to ask you some questions off, off after the interview real quick. But I'm kind of in the mindset of, um, we used to just said, like, everybody's so focused on the short term. I'm not really buying crypto to look at what it's going to be like in a week or two, or even the end of the year. I'm doing it for the next five years. You know, I'm just trying to collect as much as I can. Um, and I think that is what I got out of this interview is this, it's kind of like, uh, there's the gold rush or like whenever there's a new opportunity, I'm starting, I'm putting a lot of stress on myself. Cause I feel like everybody just like, as you is going to like try and take seize of this opportunity. Um, and yeah, for me, what's most interesting is the NFTs because content creators like ourselves can use leverage this technology to really, you know, stand out from the pack. You know, that's what I noticed about it. That's the big thing about crypto art that that's why it just bumped because now artists, they sell a digital asset and they will receive royalties one, 10 years ahead, no matter what. I mean, if they sell the first uh, token for $10, they receive the $10. But if in the secondary market, they sold it for 2 million, they will receive maybe, maybe the 10% that they assign on the royalties. On the artist scene, traditional art scene, forget it. You're not gonna earn nothing. So we'll that's, see, we'll see. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah, this is to me, you know, I'm very happy, thank you for actually joining me. Like, this was actually a very good conversation. I, I needed number one information and I really wanted to create an episode where I really hammered on, hammered on these topics, um, especially the metaverses, because I don't think, you said it best, man. I don't even think, as crypto's getting big now, I mean, most of my people I know in my life are starting to invest, but man, no one's head is in, very few people are thinking about Decentraland right now, or like the metaverse compared to all of society, you know? So maybe, you know, we're very, very early still, but the more I talk about it, it seems like I'm late to it, but yeah, we are early, huh? Utility of crypto, man, not just metaverse. It's just everybody, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My family too, my friends too, everybody hyping about crypto, but uh, crypto about Bitcoin, it's good to pay or move money, but what else? What else can unblock the, the blockchain tech? Much more. So as soon as people realize this, yeah, I think we are early too. I, I agree. This is uh, the just the introduction of the form of currency, I feel like. I think there's a whole new world that's going to come into play over the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Exactly. Um, but thank you so much for doing this interview. I actually really appreciate it. Um, I was going to say, I'm going to edit this up. I'll send you clips. Um, I'll reach out to you. 
I ever need anything, but I really, really appreciate you. I think this is actually it was like real value to people. Like they're going to learn a lot. I really do. It has been a pleasure, man. And I am sorry for my English. It's not. No, your English was good, dude. I was thinking about that during the interview. I was like, hey, your English is very crisp. I might throw subtitles on it just in case. But <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm I really I'm, good. it was good. It was good. OK. All right. So, well, thank you. you sir. Take care, man. Cheers.